You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate. Hi, everyone. It's again Art with the Are You Happy Business Podcast. And today we got another special guest with us, Leo Popic. Welcome, Leo. Great to be with you, Art. How are you? Great to have you here. And thank you. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, today is a sunny day. It's uh, close to two and a half p.m. where I'm located right now. So uh, almost done with uh, this beautiful day. Um, Leo, perhaps you've seen some of our previous podcasts. The Are You Happy Business podcast is all about you and your professional career. So who is Leo and what does he do on a daily basis? Art, I'm the founder and CEO of Leading Peers. We are the premier community for CEOs to connect, collaborate, and grow. So CEOs, chief executive officers of companies, whether they be small or mid-sized, they come to our community to be a part of a peer advisory board, to get one-to-one coaching, and to get help on making decisions to run their business, to get support, and to get uh, coaching and training. All of that comes from them becoming members of leading peers. These are peers that are leading their companies. That's awesome. How did you get into this, Leo? Really roundabout way, I became a part of a similar type of community back in 2019. Uh, I was running my, my, my events business. I had a corporate events business. We were doing international corporate events. And I found myself needing that advisory and coaching and training. So I joined an organization. And a year later, the pandemic struck. And when it did, my business, which had been a thriving business with employees in 10 different countries, all of a sudden had no activity and no revenue. And so I started to feel like the organization I was a part of was very, very expensive. When you have no revenue, everything is expensive. Even buying a banana feels like a big expenditure. And so I started to look around what I could shift into. And when I found that there was nothing accessible to me, I realized there are a lot more business owners and CEOs out there who are experiencing the same pain. And I need to create the accessible version. In the process of creating the accessible version, I realized I also needed to make it efficient and flexible because people running companies nowadays, they really need to protect every second of their time. That is even more important than how they spend $100 uh, is how they are investing their time. Mm-hmm. That's that's quite spot on. Actually, this was going to be my next question, considering you work only with C-levels. Um, uh, how hard is it to get business? How hard is it to pitch them for some time? I'm, I'm quite curious. Yeah, not only C-level, I only work with the chief executive of the business. So not even the CFO can get in or the COO or the CMO. It's just the chief executive. Um, it, it, it's hard, but ultimately you have to find, like in any other business, the way to get through to your ideal client. And initially, it's excruciatingly difficult because you're inviting people into a community that is small or that doesn't even exist. Somebody has to be the first member. They have to take that leap of faith with you. And that person um, needs to be okay with their being maybe just themselves. And then eventually the second person, they need to be okay with the fact that there's only one other person in the group. 
So in the first year, we went from zero members to having five members and just one peer advisory board. And in the second year, we took that to about 30 uh, different people and four or five boards. And now we are at 12 different peer advisory boards and close to 100 members of our community. It is so much easier when it is your members who are promoting the community to the people that they like and they trust. Um, and they want to share how happy they are that they found this place because Leading Peers is a very uplifting place. It's a place where you see possibilities. Yes, every CEO has challenges and, and, and more than the average person in, in terms of the number of problems they need to fix. CEOs are by nature problem fixers. So they put themselves in a position where they have to make a lot of decisions and fix a lot of things every day. But you know what? When you're in a very supportive environment, uh, it makes a huge difference. So the investment that they make, as long as they believe their friend who says, this has been very helpful to you, to me, um, our job is, is, is fairly easy. It's just directing them to find the right board, the right people to be with, because who they surround themselves with is the crucial decision. That's spot on. That's very well thought. Um, uh, Leo, I'm wondering, uh, when it comes to... Um, how hard is it to, to handle all the duties, all the responsibilities that you have on a daily basis? I, I find it challenging. I, I mean, I'm not, uh, I don't have a, it, it any easier than, than anybody else. Just because you're running a business and, and you don't have a boss telling you what to do doesn't mean that you don't have a tremendous number of demands on your time. Uh, sometimes I feel I'm not providing enough time to one of my children. I have three kids. Uh, sometimes I feel I'm not providing enough time uh, to be with my wife or to do things for my wife that I would like to do. Um, <clears throat> sometimes I, I, I'm not exercising as often as I would like. I would like to exercise, for example, six days a week. I end up exercising about three days a week. Um, and, and there were times where I could do, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I could do six days a week. Uh, sometimes I lack time to do the reading that I would love to do. I mean, the number of great books that find themselves in my hands that I can't really get through. Uh, so I end up listening to the audio version, you know, and it's sometimes not the same. I wish I could be grabbing the book. Um, sometimes the audio version is better, but you know what I mean? You, you do make sacrifices where you say, I wish this one, I could do this way. Um, travel, you know, that takes a little bit of a backseat as well when you're building a business. This is the fourth company that I have built. And every time I am in company building mode, it is a very consuming process. It's a wonderful process and I love it. Um, so it's a huge contributor to my, to my happiness, but uh, um, it is, it's, it's, it's difficult to know how to manage uh, one's time for sure. Definitely. Definitely Leo. Um, but are you happy then? I am. I am very happy. Um, I I have a great family, and I would start with that. I'm very healthy, and I think that you know, love and health are at the base of my happiness. They always have been. Um, I find a lot of joy in in just being with the people that I love the most. So when I'm not working, for example, on weekends nowadays, I'm able to stop work altogether and dedicate myself to the family and the needs of the house, 
whether it be a grocery I need to go out and get or go see one of my kids at one of their events or just hang out with my wife or, you know, go out with with friends or take my wife on a date or just relax and watch a movie or a TV show that we enjoy um, sleeping in. All of these things on the weekends have contributed greatly. I used to have more more business things on my mind during weekends in past businesses that I built. And now I think because I'm approaching 50, I'm 49 years old, I have realized that I need to disconnect every weekend. And I need some family vacations from time to time. They need to be planned out ahead of time. If not, my business will just, uh, and business obligations will just eclipse everything else. They will, it will, it will just eliminate everything else. Or when I go on anything else, I'll feel guilty uh, because it feels like I'm getting off of the plan. When you plan a vacation, when you plan to be dedicated to your, to yourself and your family during a weekend, you don't feel that guilt. You feel like this is exactly where you should be. And so when I am working during the week, I'm, I'm, I'm very engaged because it's just my nature to love to build organizations and to serve a mission. And today I'm serving a mission that I'm so passionate about, helping CEOs succeed so their people and businesses prosper. In other words, so they can serve powerfully their people, whether it be their families or communities and their businesses. And I really believe that's at the root of a great society. That's awesome, man. And I'm happy that uh, you found your passion uh, within, within this field. And very important to, in order for us to be happy to do something that we are passionate about. Otherwise, we're just going to pass each day with, uh, with a lot of stress to begin with. And then everything that comes with it. But I'm wondering, what would you say to someone that is struggling with happiness? First of all, I would say that I have struggled with happiness and everybody that I know has. And so you're not alone. The human experience is not meant to be, in, in my mind, one of constant happiness and bliss. We are emotional beings and we experience the ups and downs of life. And we're in this together. I really do believe that. It's a spiritual belief of mine that uh, we, we need one another. And if people around you are unhappy uh, or if your community or society is going through challenges, you're going to be affected. Um, it's, it's just a part of, of, of being a human and a part of our, our species, our race, our, our brother and sisterhood. It is, it is that. So we will have children who are going through a tough time. We will have a parent who's struggling with health issues or other issues. Um, Somebody close to us will be out of a job and without income. We ourselves will be in situations like that where our health or our income or our emotional connections will suffer. Um, so I think the expectation of constant happiness is, is, is a false one. And it can lead us to believe that there's something wrong with us, that we are a victim of having gotten the short end of the stick when um when we were given the life that we were given the, the second thing i would say to that person is that it it all really begins with uh self-love and uh that self-love 
for some starts with a belief in God. For others, it just starts with a relationship of respect with themselves and compassion. Whichever of the two, the important thing is to feel that that love. It starts there. You cannot look for other people's love to fill your cup because no other person is going to always be with you. No other person is always able to be at your side, by your side, and dedicated to you. And so it starts there. And um, I find a lot of people find through religion, that connection with God. Other people find it through uh, meditation or contemplation. Wherever it is that you find it, I think that it starts with finding that space where you can root yourself into your own existence and be comfortable in your skin. Know that you are enough and that you matter. And if you need to tell yourself that constantly throughout the day, many times if necessary during the day, I am enough and I matter, uh, then do it. Because without that, if your cup is on fill, you cannot give love to others. And the more love you give to others, the more it comes back to you. So those are the three things that that I that I would say have the right expectation. Happiness should not be a constant feeling. Start with loving yourself. You're the only person who's always going to be in your corner. And then give and love to others because everything you give and love to others will enrich in your life in so many ways. And that's where the miracles really start to happen in life. And I think that's the most beautiful part. And unfortunately, a lot of people cannot get there because they're so down with themselves or down with their lives that they can't experience the miracles that happen when they're able to start giving. Because what we get back is what we don't expect. And that's what really creates the magic in our lives. Leo, that's very well said. Um, definitely, um, uh, one, we cannot find happiness from others. We should find that within ourselves. Two, we should always remind ourselves of how lucky we are, regardless of the situation, especially us that are living in uh, first world countries. That is something that we should never take for granted. There are people out there who struggle for clean water, let alone other things. So that is that is very, very um, important for us to, to remember ourselves on a daily basis. If there was a message, Leo, you could get across to the whole world. What sentence? What would that be? Wow, that's a tough question, Art. You you really got me there. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I have one phrase that I live by. I love so many phrases. I am a sucker for phrases. And uh, I, I use quotes to inspire myself on a daily basis. Um, but uh, if, if it has to come down to one thing, I would say... You know, find something that you think is incredibly worthy at the deepest level. It's not going to be obviously a gadget. It's not going to be your car. It's not going to be your house. It's not going to be the amount of cash in your bank account. Find something that you find tremendously worthy of all the best that you can give and serve that whether it's a mission, whether it's a cause, whether it's a purpose, however you define it, whether it is a higher power, whether it is a core value, find something 
that you feel is extremely important to you and that gives you meaning and just follow it. Wake up every morning and say, I will greet this day with love because I can dedicate myself to and fill in, you know, dot, 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 fill in those dot, dot, dot with whatever it is for you. Because if we don't stay rooted and grounded and with a sense of direction, the challenges and the interruptions and the distractions of life will pull us in so many different directions that are pointless, they're meaningless, we cannot build, and we end up feeling like we're not making progress. And that is extremely devastating. We have to feel that we are growing. And we have to intentionally be working on our growth to, to feel that. And that's when we become truly, I believe, happy with what we're building, with how we're honoring the lives that we were given. Leo, what is next? Well, I'm going to continue serving my cause uh, of serving those chief executives, those people running these companies. Um, anybody who's running a company in, in the United States or around the world, I'm in Florida, just outside Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Um, but we are able to serve uh, people who want to join leading peers, even if they are far away. We have virtual peer advisory boards. We have virtual experiences for training. So our membership is catered both for the people who need the virtual as well as the in-person element. We have events in person. So even the, the, the members that need the virtual experience can also fly from time to time and be in our in-person events. And um, I hope to uh, continue enjoying great health, great faith, and uh, wonderful, loving relationships. Um, that's what's next, hopefully, and uh, God willing. So that's that's me. Leo, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Art, and congrats on a great show. Thank you, everyone. This was Leo Popic with us. Um, we encourage all of you to check back our previous episodes, links on our social media down there as well. Um, have a look at Leo's amazing um, company who serves chief executive offices around US, but globally as well. And have a look at his services because I believe that that would tremendously help you guys as well. Whoever is in that journey, that could be something of value for you. Until next time, that was it from me, Art. Stay happy.